0: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
1: everybody arch here
2: and i am joined with a very special guest again what's going on tom
0: oh you know i'm happy to be your most special guest your most returned guest the most asked for you know just giving the people what they want
2: that's it they just they can't get enough of you tom they just we need tom from npr more often they want you to weigh in on the uh boxing matches too i think Oh, you know, I
0: I don't have a ton of informed opinions, but that doesn't stop most people in the media. So I'll fit in <laughs> if I just get
2: over that. Yeah, you 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 would go places at NPR if you just jumped in and just had strong opinions. Here's the thing about Putin. You yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. I never met the man. But this is exactly what he's thinking. I know
0: what he thinks when he sits alone at night. When he opens his eyes, looks up at the ceiling. You know that kind of stuff yeah,
2: goes the little- far absolutely you are just you are a 19th century man living in 21st century uh, world well that that's a good segue to the entire ceremony we're about to talk about oh boy yep oscars <clears throat> i don't know why we do this to ourselves but uh you made some money last year you gave us some um, some picks and some tips and back in february you're you're learning a hard lesson about closing line value i think now and uh let's do it let's go through it. where do you want to start on this whole oscars card Well, you wanted
0: to talk score. Uh, I know, you know, you got to talk about your Paul Atreides every second. So we'll just, we'll start with that. That's fine. And uh, go down the line of a lot of the big ones, because I don't know, your audience, I assume, is not really all that concerned about sound design. So we may as well skip over that.
2: Probably not. Unless there's some money to be made there. They probably don't care. Uh, Yeah. Best score. The reason I wanted to talk about it, Dune is the front runner minus 600. That blows my fucking mind.
0: Well, you don't have a lot of big hitters this year is what I would attribute that to. Um, Nicholas Britell is a genius. I think every score he writes is amazing. But Don't Look Up was not like a flashy score movie. It's kind of just a little jazz riff that he does. Uh, Encanto, you know, since that's a musical, it's going to be more of a song thing. People care more about the, the singing than they do the actual just themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parallel Mothers is uh, a pedro abadovar movie which you know had like a nice guitar riff but once again not all that flashy the big thing is i i'm surprised that johnny greenwood is not getting more acclaim uh he kind of just ripped off his there will be blood score which was a great score and also didn't win so you know i thought there was a chance for some justice for johnny here but i don't think it's gonna happen
2: (laughs) i knew you'd go there i knew you'd go there johnny greenwood you had to one of the most look at me composers we have working in movies
0: What's wrong with that? You know, you know, most of the people, most of these scores are the opposite. They Don't look at me. Don't listen. Don't remember. You know, they're uh, they're just going from note to note, uh, you know, cobbled (laughs) together from temp scores the most bland, soulless things. It's nice when someone has some
2: personality. I mean, Hans was I think Hans was definitely swinging for the fences. The the Dune music is unlike, you know, most uh, movie scores I've ever heard. It's big.
0: It's flashy. We were talking just before recording, but what I I liken it to is in Tropic Thunder, when Ben Stiller gets shot in the back and he reaches up to the heavens like Platoon, there's this woman wailing. And Hans Zimmer must have seen that and said, I need that for two hours. That's that's Dune.
2: (laughs) Fantastic. All right. So Dune's going to win. There's no value there. We're not going to lay $800 or $600 to win 100 So we'll move on. I just had to get my Dune talk in. Uh, We may be talking Dune next. What are we talking about? Uh, Best editing.
0: Best editing. Uh, so the, the thing I usually look to is the guilds for the various types of uh, filmmaking. So like the editor's guild in this case would be the one that I would look to to say, OK, there's going to be a lot of overlap between the people in that guild and the people who vote for this because they're the people who care. Um, and oftentimes uh, you'll find that that does line up this at this point, the editing awards, the guild awards have not happened. So we don't have that as a marker. Wait, the, wait other, the, the
2: Academy Awards is like in a few days and the guilds haven't happened.
0: They haven't happened or they haven't released it yet. I don't know. I don't really follow like, uh, you know, I'm not watching a live stream of the editing guild awards or anything, but mm. uh, I couldn't find the information. Oh, okay. And usually it's not hard to find because everyone starts speculating. Right. Um, the other thing is there's usually a correlation between best picture and best editing. Almost always. The Best Picture winner is nominated for Best Editing, and more often than not, it wins Best Editing, which doesn't look like it's going to be the case this year because uh, our frontrunners are not really that well represented other than the fact that Power of the Dog is in here. So King Richard is kind of a surprise here. It's not a flashy movie, but it tells me that it's got some real sway, and I think that will come up later when we talk actor. Uh, Don't Look Up is the flashiest, most edited movie, uh, sort of like in-your-face edited movie. So my sense is power of the dog has enough sway with voters as sort of a big front runner. That's probably the smartest place to put your money. Otherwise, if I'm looking for an upset, it's probably a veteran editor, which is Hank Corwin, who's one of the best in the biz, uh, really went at it in this really broad, crazy way. And don't look up. That would be my bet for an upset. That's a big
2: upset. Plus 2,200. Yeah. For Don't Look Up, uh Power of the Dog is plus 350. You're not putting any stock into Dune. I, I mean, it's minus 110.
0: I You know, I don't see a ton of tangible evidence that Dune has traction here. I could be wrong. Uh Maybe the people who set up these odds know more than I do, but it's not picking up so many awards for editing along the way. We don't have an obvious guild winner. It wasn't eligible for some of the smaller ones like the Spirit Awards. So I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe... Uh, it, it would be surprising and kind of funny in a self-defeating way, which might, which means it might actually happen. But because the Oscars decided that we need to take some of these down the line, uh, awards and give them away earlier in the day and tweet out the answers or tweet out the award winners, it would be very funny if they end up giving all of those awards to one of their only big hits. dude.
2: <laughs> I mean, Dune did such a good job editing that you're left with a lot of questions about the story. (laughs) They edited (laughs) out part of the story. So I I don't know. I don't know
0: if that's a good job editing. They were able to edit a lot. They took out a lot of scenes, clearly. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, it's always good after a movie of of that stature. You have to ask questions like, "Who are these people? What were they all about?" So, he's a good job.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hank Corwin, he's got a lot of sway. He's a big uh, a big hitter as far as editors go. I think there's a lot of goodwill for him, mm. and I think uh, people underestimate how much "Don't Look Up" has been a hit with the particular crowd of people who vote for these awards. Uh, I know it's been like on Twitter, it's the worst movie in the whole world and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there is a lot of craft in it. And I think that uh, I think it might pull off a couple upsets. Well,
2: I mean, a good way to get flyover country back on your side, California, Hollywood, is to, you know, award movies like Don't Look Up as much as you can, as hard as you can.
0: You know, it's a it's a big Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It's fairly funny. Uh, I don't know. There's some crowd pleaser stuff in there compared to, you
2: know, like Power of the Dog is not going to be a big hit in the Midwest. Uh, Maybe Don't Look Up could be. You're not gonna try. you're not gonna get me in trouble. I'm not gonna Sam Elliott myself here, so we're just gonna move on. We got your bets. Cinematography, Dune, minus a 87.5% implied probability.
0: Yeah, here I'm not inclined to argue with you. I think Paul Atreides has uh, taken over this one. Uh he did win the guild award, Greg Frazier did, uh, which pretty much is going to align with uh with what the winner ends up being. I think uh, if I had to pick an upset, and I probably wouldn't advise anybody to do this because I don't think there's much of a chance, Bruno Delbanel, often known as uh, Chivo, uh, he I think there's a real, there's a lot of love for uh, him. There's a lot of love for Joel, Joel Cohen. I think Macbeth would be my only bet for uh, an upset, but I, I really don't think there's a big chance.
2: Yeah, minus 700. Didn't seem like there's much of a chance. It's my turn to alienate everybody in America. Dune did such a good job with their special effects and it really, everything felt like it had weight to it. Unlike, you know, a certain franchise owned by Disney that just everyone flies around and there's no gravity, there's no physics, there's no weight. I love the way Dune incorporated special effects and, uh, you know, the, their actors. I thought it was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Villeneuve is really good at that as well. I think that's been something he's been uh, really showcasing. Like Blade Runner did a good job. I think Arrival was a lower budget version of kind of a lot of the same tricks, right? He was sort of like seeing, could he make it work? Mm-hmm. Could he make the mm-hmm. human emotional element? And yeah, I think so. Uh, so the only the only thing I remember when, uh, when Roger Deakins was at one point attached to shoot Dune, there were a lot of people who were very upset that he ultimately uh, dropped out, I think, due to scheduling conflicts. But you know, it probably worked out for the best. I think uh you got, you know, we got our big Roger Deacons Blade Runner, and now we get a, a different take on Dune. Yeah. And they're both really good.
2: Yeah, it was very good. Animated feature. I know this is your favorite animated feature. I know you keep up on the kids' movies yep. as much as you oh, can.
0: Yeah, all the, the dragons and the whatever else, the talking, the talking creatures of all sorts. Uh, you know, I didn't see I didn't see any of these. I don't really care. <laughs> Uh, You know, I I haven't seen, uh, I don't know what the last animated movie, the last one I watched, not the last one that came out. I rewatched the Richard Linklater rotoscoped a scanner darkly. That's the last animated movie I've watched in several years starring uh, Alex Jones. Uh, Alex Jones is in it for yeah. a second. Yeah. Uh, the second Alex Jones appearance in a Richard Linklater movie. It's interesting. interesting those Linklater.
2: two. Interesting. Those two are married together. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Encanto is, I don't know if I'm saying that right, is minus 800, which is like 88.9% implied probability.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it has been a thing for decades now that basically you can bet on Pixar and Pixar will win. And uh yeah, I I'm not really here to argue otherwise and I don't really have any knowledge of why they that wouldn't be the case or what else would even deserve it or has any uh guild guild love. So yeah. I don't know. Nothing nothing exciting for me to say here.
2: I gotcha. I didn't even know that was a Pixar movie. All right, there it is. Okay, Encanto. Adapted screenplay. Now we're getting to the decent Adapted screenplay and screenplay; these are two of my favorite categories. I always feel like these are the more interesting movies that should have won best best picture, Uh, but for whatever reason they didn't. You know, maybe it's too offensive, maybe they didn't play politics right. But usually they give people with some real balls these awards.
0: Yes, I think that's generally true. Uh, For example, they let genre kind of go. Like comedies, generally are not going to win director and picture. A lot of the times, a fun movie and an interesting and experimental movie actually has a shot at screenplay. So yeah, I, I agree hundred um, percent. That being said, the, uh, the writer's guild gave the uh, Coda the award this year. And Coda is, you know what? I'm not going to say it's like a horrible movie. It's a fine movie. It's about a deaf family who has a daughter who wants to be a singer. And it's one of those ones where it's, you know, it's kind of like representation and it's, you know, nice, whatever. It's a feel good, happy movie. Some people call it sort of like a, an elevated Disney channel original movie, which I don't. I think if you if you can try to make that not sound derogative, that's about right.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm looking at some of the images. Oh, it does look. Oh, it's an Apple original.
0: Apple bought it at Sundance for uh, like 25 million dollars. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, so they wanted it, and I got to say, it would be very funny if Apple ends up winning. Uh, you know, some of the big prizes before Netflix. <laughs> it's like its oh, first year voting.
2: Oh, that would be a kick. That would be such a kick marley's in it marley matlin
0: yeah yeah and uh you know so it's it's that one uh, nobody really thought it had a whole lot of steam and then the guilds have been giving it some of the big ones lately and now there's real talk that coda might be a heavy hitter it might be maybe the one to defeat power of the
2: dog even when we get to the bigger awards but mm. we'll see so uh, it, 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 is coda i mean you know it's minus 200 66 66 implied probability do you think we have uh, the probability that it wins to bet on that, or should we look at more, you know, different ones?
0: Oftentimes, the guild winner will win it. Um, the only times that that really becomes a question is when some of the big hitters are not eligible. So, some of the people who write some of the big screenplays, like Quentin Tarantino, for example, is not in the guild, so he will not win that award. Um, in this case. I believe Power of the Dog was not eligible, so it might have won if it was in there. And I think, once again, Power of the Dog has a lot of sway. This gay cowboy movie, uh, I think that people would like not to have another crash situation here. So they're probably more likely to go for it. And another chance of an upset is The Lost Daughter, which is Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut, has picked up a lot of smaller awards. She won uh, Best Picture, Director, and Screenplay at the Independent Spirit Awards, which has a lot of overlap with the Oscars, uh, the Oscar voting body in particular. So I think you honestly have two chances of an upset here that would not surprise me.
2: So maybe don't bet on Coda. Leave that alone, because if we bet on that, we're, we're not going to make it up unless the Lost Daughter wins. So would we bet on Power Dog and Lost Daughter and just hope of one of those hits or bet on yeah. Coda or bet on the Lost Daughter?
0: I, you know, I think the more fun option is to go Power of the Dog or Lost Daughter in this case. Okay,
2: let's do it. Do it. I already threw away a bunch of money with you on you on February, so <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. We thought we had that one in the bag. <laughs> oh, you God. know, and then the BAFTAs made me feel confident,
0: and then, uh, then they pulled the rug out from under me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by
1: granger for the ones who get it done
2: original screenplay what is the best original screenplay this year
0: um, so the conventional wisdom here is people think it's probably Paul Thomas Anderson's year. Uh, I think that that's probably true. We talked last time. He's sort of got this legacy element where he has not won, and I think he's seen as deserving of a win, and oftentimes that gives you more traction than the particular movie you happen to have made that got you in the, in the, uh, you know, in, in the building. So uh, Licorice Pizza is a pretty good bet. People think Belfast has a chance, although I don't know that Belfast ever really had any real momentum. It, it got nominated for everything. It's Kenneth Branagh's attempt at a big Oscar movie. Hasn't really been winning awards. I think people just assumed because it's such a stereotypical Oscar movie, that it would have to win. Um, I think, uh, you know, Don't Look Up, surprisingly, that won the the Writers Guild Award for Best Original Screenplay, which was not expected at all. And once again, it shows me that there's some real support among the uh, community of voters for it. I think people like Adam McKay. I think uh, that would be my choice for an underdog here that might actually pull it off. All right. So plus 600 for don't look up. There we go. That's what I like to see. Because I mean, what you get Adam McKay to go up, give this big and passionate speech about climate change and how we have to change our ways and just look up. I bet they'd like that. I think that'd be good for ratings.
2: That might play a part as well. I hope they show him flying off from his personal jet after giving the speech, too. That'd be good.
0: You know, I, I don't think he's quite in that category. I mean, <laughs> Leo, Leo, 100% is, yeah. right? Well, the movie's not immune from it. Right. But, you know, they say McKay <laughs> lives in a fairly modest house. Uh, I think
2: he does care passionately, you know, and I, I think... Uh, i don't know i think he means well I, know, he, I i he, have no beef with mckay i like the guy i like a lot of his movies i don't honestly I don't agree with some of his movies uh i think um the big short was a fantastic bit of fiction but yeah it was it was still really good
0: yeah yeah I, you know I'm, I'm basically pro mckay even though sometimes he's a little
2: too smug for his own good let's <laughs> kind of say something come from you all right uh so best supporting actor who we got uh best supporting actor this is maybe the most
0: boring one of the entire evening uh you have a guy uh, his first name I think is Trey Trey Kotzer. He is a deaf man who really has not had much of an acting career before this. He's picked up every single award I think he could possibly pick up along the way. He is in coda and uh, I think there's basically a zero percent chance of an upset here. this is his year.
2: Well, it's only minus 400 then it's I mean that which implies 80 percent probability, which means if you think it's a hundred, there's value in laying 400 to win one.
0: Well, you know, go for it then. I'd be so shocked if anything happens here. Uh, Although the the funny thing about concert is he's been liking tweets lately that say, drive my car should win all the awards. And uh, people are pointing out that, you know, generally, if you're in one of the big heavy hitters, you sort of throw your support in with like you would want coda to win right uh, apparently it, t- it sounds like he might not be too much of a fan of the movie in fact but uh, he's happy to win the awards anyway. oh well, there you
2: go yeah uh power of the dog kind of splits itself right there's two different actors
0: yeah uh and you know people like jesse Plemons. he's gonna be back i think he's been in uh, a movie that's been nominated for best picture every year for like the last five or six years so He'll be around. He'll win someday. I'm pretty sure. Uh, this Cody Smith McPhee, he's a kid. He's like, uh, I don't know, 1920 or something like that. I think this was a year where he happened to have the right role. I don't know that he's some amazing actor, but also I don't think he's got any momentum. Uh, same with Belfast, Sierra Hines, and uh, J.K. Simmons. Everyone loves him, but he won for Whiplash. That was his big year. He's not getting it again. No, he's yeah, in. Yeah. So Plemons,
2: he's been in a bunch of Academy Award nominated movies, huh?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. He was in uh, Vice. He's been in. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, he's he's got good taste, and all the big directors like him and want to work with him. And uh, you know, he's the star of the new Martin Scorsese movie. So. I would bet next year is probably a better year for him at the Academy Awards.
2: All right. Got it. Coda. He's like the Sorosi Ronan, right? Of um, actors. I guess just, just, you never heard of him. And then they just show up and just, just <laughs> and all these Academy Award nominated movies. All right.
0: I guess so. There are worse people to be.
2: Ah, I suppose so. Like uh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Spielberg's doing okay. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was I'm, I'm, I'm just moving over to some dollars or whatever.
0: I'm not too, I'm not too I, sad about Steve.
2: Yeah. But his only award is going to be best supporting actress, right?
0: Yeah, this one looks pretty uh, open and shut as well. Uh, All the awards have gone to Ariana DeBose, including the SAG, Screen Actors Guild. I think uh, I wouldn't bet on it again, but if I had to pick anybody else, I think Kirsten Dunst at this point is sort of seen as a legacy person who at this point in her career deserves an award. I don't think Power of the Dog was a flashy enough performance to get it for her. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if she wins in the next couple of years.
2: Was she seeding ground to kind of get some sympathy votes when she was talking about being like underpaid and um, was it Spider-Man or was it? Yeah, she didn't make that much money in Spider-Man. I remember reading the story about this a couple months ago.
0: Uh, I, you know, that, that wouldn't surprise me. I would imagine her agents would like to see her win an award. And she, you know, I think she's a great actress, honestly. Uh, she's been great for a long time. She's been in a lot of great movies. So I, I'm not opposed to whatever, whatever you have to do to get Kinda. the politics to line up to win an award, you know, go for it. I gotcha. Uh, especially like after her previous attempt with melancholia led to being at that press conference where Lars von Trier was saying that, Oh, I get what Hitler was thinking. I can sympathize with Hitler. And you could see uh, all the hope of winning an award just drain out of her face.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Howdy. Oh, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Bjork was ever the same after that. I don't know if she ever came back from that.
0: Yeah. I, you know, he, he, you're you're more of a fan of him than i am i think so you oh, can,
2: that's true that's true you take the, take the rain. all right we did this before let's do it again best director who is going to win now <laughs> well i don't
0: think the numbers can be that far off here i think jane campion's uh she was always this is always her award to lose and i still uh think that she has not lost any momentum she won the director's guild award uh you know i, I basically have the same answer as before it's almost certainly Jane Campion's. I think Paul Thomas Anderson is a legacy pick. I think they feel like he's owed one. I don't know if he can beat the Jane Campion momentum, but he'd be my only pick for an upset, but uh, don't hold your breath.
2: Uh, we still have that live bet on uh, PTA, so for licorice pizza. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, though, we betted it at 1600 It's 3300 now, so we should have sat on that for a little bit. <laughs> Well, you're you're in charge of the schedule. Uh, just, you know. All right, so Jane wins that one. Uh, best actress,
0: best actress. Uh, this one is it's less uh, in the bag than I would have guessed it would be at this point. I think when we talked before, it seemed like it was probably Nicole Kidman's to lose, and uh, she hasn't really won a whole lot along the way. I think she's you know it wouldn't be shocking if she won. Jessica Chastain got the SAG award for a movie that nobody saw where she put on a bunch of makeup and played like a preacher or whatever. Uh, And anecdotally, what I've heard is there's a lot of support for Penelope Cruz. It's played at a lot of the theaters in L.A. where the guilds often uh, vote, where they see the movies, where they hold screenings. I think, uh, you know, Jessica Chastain maybe is the favorite here just because of the Guild Award. But if I were to pick an upset, I think there's a real chance that Penelope Cruz walks away with this.
2: Well, I, mean, I might as well throw money on Cruz now. She's plus $1,400. i am already 0-2 in the category because we bet Nicole Kidman and um, Lady Gaga.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. That's uh, okay.
2: So, yeah, maybe we'll just throw a little bit of money on uh, Penelope Cruz. Parallel Mothers, right?
0: Yep. Parallel Mothers. And she's great in it. Uh, It is a movie in Spanish, which uh, means maybe fewer people saw it. I don't know that it means fewer people will vote for it because I think people, A, they know who Penelope Cruz is. They do like her. I think, uh, you know, once again, as kind of a culmination of a career of good performances that works in her favor. And uh, yeah, you know, I think foreign language in the uh in the best actress category in particular that seems to not be as much of a deal breaker as it is in some of the others
2: no and she did her time she she dated tom she kept her fucking mouth shut she didn't spoil (laughs) release any secrets
0: (laughs) that's true yes uh you know so did you know nicole kinman
2: and penelope cruz both in there so hopefully some drama there Mm, that's right maybe they can they can fight best actor who did we take last time? Um, was it Will Smith? No, no, no. It was Denzel, right? I, I, yeah, I didn't think Smith
0: would get as much momentum as he has. I was wrong on that. Uh, he got the SAG. He seems to be getting a lot of the awards he can get. Uh, in the meantime, Cumberbatch, uh, kind of surprisingly, although I'm not complaining, has not really gotten a whole lot for Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog's lost a little bit of momentum, and it seems like a lot of that's in the direction of Cumberbatch. Hmm. That's got to, and you didn't
2: like his performance. That's got to make you happy.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's just like you know how everybody's kind of got their stock drawl. Uh that's what he did and you know whatever that's fine but uh I don't think it was a great performance. And when we get to the point where the critics have to defend it and they're sort of like, "No, don't you get it? He's performing a masculine role that's not natural to him. That's why the performance oh, is bad." Oh
2: boy. Uh, I think you're losing the argument when you have to go there. Oh boy. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly though, Will Smith, it's 90% chance according to this is, is it is to win
0: i yeah i gotta say so at this point um we talked before denzel is kind of a good legacy pick but mm-hmm. once again just not picking up any momentum i'd be surprised if he won this is probably another boring one i feel so bad for will
2: I do uh, so hopefully he wins something best picture this is it the big money uh yep. obviously you said power the dog right and uh belfast that's what we also bet on
0: yes so here's where we have some real drama um it looked like Power of the Dog was just going to steamroll over everything. And it it has kind of... You know, like it's, it's held strong, right? But it hasn't really done quite as well. The big surprise is people would have assumed that the Producers Guild Award would have gone to Power of the Dog, which instead, just last week, it went to CODA, which had almost no momentum until this. But almost always, the Producers Guild Award lines up with Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So now everyone's saying... Is, is CODA going to come out of nowhere and take best picture? Nobody saw it coming. Is it? So, You're the expert. You tell me, is it? I think it's got a real shot. It won the Writers Guild. It's got the PGA. Uh, it seems to be popular with the voters enough to win those two big ones. So there's a chance that CODA could be an upset. And I think there's another chance because Don't Look Up got the Writers Guild that there's always this talk. What if there's a tie? What if there's a tie? I think it's unlikely that there'd be a tie, right? But, you go to a brokered convention, right? Basically, they do have some kind of system like that. Um, what would happen then is I think don't look up is probably your next bet. It has enough guild support, it's got enough nominations, even though it didn't get a director nom, but neither did Coda.
2: So if I'm looking for upsets, I'd say Coda or Don't Look Up. Okay, so don't look up and Coda. That's what somebody should bet on if they didn't listen to you in February.
0: Correct, and there was reason
2: not to. Uh look at Lady Gaga. Oof, yeah, there you go, Lady Gaga. That's it. I see Academy Awards. Are you going to watch it? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I always have people over, and well, actually, not always, because not always, not always enough people care to come over. But I always invite people over. Uh, this year, I got a couple suckers in uh, who are going to come over and make me a charcuterie board while I make drinks. So okay, it'll what, be fun. What's a charcuterie board? Ah, uh, you know, you you like you are kind of in proximity to French people now. I think you'd have a little more culture by now, aren't you? Oh my
2: God, this guy came to my place and said his name was Guy g-u-y i was like what yeah. the fuck that's a guy <laughs>
0: yeah well so i struck you it's a meat and cheese board basically oh. to, put it, to put it in layman's terms it's gonna have like uh some uh some pros- prosciutto and oh uh, maybe like a brie
2: you know a, a greer i try and keep you from alienating yourself with our audience but you just keep just jumping right into it you couldn't just <laughs> say a meat platter I well, I call it a
0: charcuterie board arch. So I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna appropriate other terms to try to <laughs> try to make you happy.
2: I'm, I'm I'm just trying to keep you safe. That's all. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So we talked about the Academy Awards with Tom the Snob and the charcuterie
0: yep. I will say, uh, if you're looking for a more populist pick uh, tonight or uh, on Sunday night, go ahead and watch Tim Heidecker's on Cinema at the Cinema Oscar
2: specials. Those are always a blast. Always oh, fun. Yeah. Are you going to live stream or do a podcast like maybe blow by blow reaction so we uh,
0: the- I might tweet during it but uh-huh. uh, I'm not going to have like uh, any people over who would want to probably turn the night into a product you know it's, I'm always down for that but not everyone else is Right right right
2: So so anti NPR of you
0: yeah, well, you know, look, if NPR. If you happen to be listening to this and you want a live, live reaction, live show, I'm all ears. I'm telling here. you,
2: a call-in movie show that's like live, that's like, you know, you start it right as the movie theater's emptying, like nine o'clock. Well, this was back in the day, but you know, when the theater's emptying, nine o'clock at night, people call in to give like live reactions. We just saw Spider Man. This is what we think, yeah.
0: like after a basketball game. Or yes, whatever.
2: exactly like that. I think it's a really good idea, and I will sell it to NPR for next to nothing.
0: I can mention that. I can I can bring this to some people. Well, I'll let there you, you know. Go.
2: Yeah, all right. All right. All right, Tom. Always good talking to you. Um off we'll to do it again yeah. sometime.
0: Yeah, I'll uh I'll send you a charcuterie board sometime too. <laughs> you can you uh, can see if you like it. I'm more of a smoked meat kind of guy. Oh yeah, that's good too. Like I, I like all the things. I'm not a snob. I'm not the snob here you're the snob.